Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in once again in our podcast, The Wow Marriage, where God will get the glory because if it wasn't for him, mm -mm. I don't know what I would be doing. (laughs) We won't be right here next to me. You will not be here next to me. (laughs) I sure wouldn't be right here next to her. Amen. If it wasn't for him. But, you know, God is a miracle worker, God, and he can restore even marriage like ours. Amen. Yes. And, you know, that's what we want to focus in on here today. It's, It's our whole premise of our podcast is about, you know, how God has just miraculously restored everything in our lives and in our marriage over the past several years. Because it was, it was a process. It, you w- never stop at you know it. What? Yes, it was a process. And let me tell you, man, um, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, we didn't get ourselves in the situation that we were in overnight. And you're not going to get out of it. We didn't get out of our situation overnight. It was a process. There was healing. There was restoration. There was a lot of humility on both there sides. There was a lot of tears, a, a lot, lot of prayers. Of, yes, <laughs> of prayer. And, you know, hope and faith. Amen. So, Amen. Not know, giving up on what exactly, God can do. Exactly. And, and ne- never give up. Because if you give up, you know, you just be labeled a quitter. And, you know, we don't <laughs> want anybody to be quitters. Because if we didn't quit, if God didn't quit on us, then... You know, anybody, I'm telling you, anybody can make it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to focus on here tonight is about what we're doing to keep coming back or what our wife is doing to keep us coming back and what we're doing to keep her coming back. And that's our faithful customer. Amen. You know, I, we chose this um, title because everything in life, you try to gain something or give something away. If I want you to keep coming back to me and pay attention to all those details, you know, that you used to do back then, I'm also responsible for doing my part That's right. to make you want to come by again and buy my mm-hmm. product, come to my store and my life and do those things that you used to do. That's because right. and, and, and God showed us through being a faithful customer, how, how does that look in, in a marriage? Yes, you know, exactly. How, how, how does it apply in a marriage? Well, in many different ways. In many different ways. Because there are times, you know, nowadays we don't see that often where people, because they shop in this little store in town, they're faithful. <laughs> and, and, and I put a post on our um, Facebook, um, help me out, Facebook page, page where, where two older people were hugging each other and they were saying, like, how do they last for so long? And they were saying, because we live in a time where we didn't break, when things was broken, we don't throw away, we fix it. Remember back in the day, they used to have TV shop to fix your TV or your VCR or your washer and dryer, whatever. So that's the point that we're trying to make today. How do I keep my husband, keep coming to my store and do those things that he used to do at the beginning? And how does my husband do that? So I keep going to his store and do those things that he used to do. Okay. Amen. Right. Well, number one, I mean, there's a good quality product. You know, what we do is when 
when I when I first saw Maria, I wanted her with everything that was in me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, <laughs> seriously, you know, I I I was on my way to the club, and when I saw her, I just stopped, you know, cold turkey, and I was like, hey, that's the woman that I want to be with. And what I did was I had to prove myself over and over to her, not for her sake, but for mine, because I was letting her know that, hey, I am the man that you want. And I had to prove myself worthy of being the man that she wanted. Now, she wanted me. I really didn't have to Whatever. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> he has to work hard on that one. <laughs> but you know what? The quality of love that he gave me at the beginning, you know, all those details and um, all the going the extra the mile, the, the attention, attention, right? And a lot of, you know, Connie, a lot of people think, well, I'm loving you. I pay the bills. I'm loving you. I'm, watch, I'm taking care of the kids and uh, I'm cooking for you. And that should be enough to show my love yes, to you. That's, that, that's not nearly enough. But that's not that's intimacy. Not because it, that's, that's not, right. That's not, intimacy. Yeah. The you know? quality of love, the quality of product that we have to give to you. Hey, let me, baby, I can tell you had a hard day. Let me massage your back. Right. Oh, honey, uh let me listen to you. Let me let me hold you tonight or whatever, you know. Those are the things we used to do at the beginning. But the business of life, we confuse Sometimes the intimacies. Many I hear many men say, Well, you know, I do love her. I pay all the bills and I, I come home every night and I wash the car and, and that's it, that's that should be enough. Yes. You know, those those are like things that people make it feel like it's, you know, ob- obligatory that they do these things. But you know, if you if it's a, if it's a if it's hard to do it then you're not doing something right it should not you have to keep your quality your standard of quality high you cannot forget the things that you did you know at inception or when you were dating and when you first got married because when time goes on i mean you familiarity does get set in you do kind of get tired along the way but see you that's when you have to back up and regroup you know refresh you know change your default you know as as you may have heard me say before and you know make sure that you're still doing those quality things because when you do that you are fulfilling the love that you had at the beginning. And when you don't do that, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, when that familiarity sets in, then you start to sit back and just start to take things for granted. You and know, then love, when you take things I'm for granted, you I, miss things. Exactly. You know, one thing I'll remember, love to God is very important. Mm-hmm. And First Corinthians 13, uh, 13 tells us that you can have all this, but you have no love, you have, you no have love. nothing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people take those things for granted. We put love at the bottom of the list, right. like, oh, he'll be all right. He know I love him. Oh, she'll be all right. She know I love her. Yeah, well, I don't have to give her a hug. But you oh, you'll be fine. It. You have to tell it all the time. because You, you have know, to. That's I'm, feeling that tank. Exactly. Because, like, man, if you say, you know, well, my wife knows I love her, but you don't tell her all the time, you know, how does that make her feel? How would you feel if she says, you know, well, he loves me, and you're sitting back thinking, well, she says she does, but she doesn't tell me. She doesn't make herself presentable anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I come home from work, and, you know, if the wife is not working, I come home from work, and it looks like there's nothing done. You know, and if there's a, a, a dual-income family, you know, you have to split those things down the middle. And that goes with you point know, number two. being a servant. Exactly, exactly. If I want you to keep, or you want me to keep that love alive. We have to be one another's servant. Right. That's part of, if you go to a store, you have to make sure you get good quality 
customer service. Customer service, exactly. So if I want you to keep buying in my store and do those things you used to do for me, I'm going to do my part. And when you do your part, you know I'm going to do mine. Because we reap what we sow. Don't even try it. I'm not talking about that. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, but, but even that, even yes. sex, mm -hmm. you know, you, yes, you know, we're not supposed to deny it ourselves. However, it helped when you be kind to me, give me yes, ready, you, you know. It, it does. It does. And, you know, when, when I, when I serve you, I'm talking to you right now, and then I'm going to talk to the man. When <laughs> I serve you, Tell it's me, baby. my desire to please you. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, you know, you're lording anything over me or you're trying to manipulate me to make me do what you want me to do. It's because I want to do these things for you. And, man, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, you have to let your wife know that in spite of everything that's going on around you, you know, your work, your job, you know, your friends, your golf, your, your Sunday football or whatever you're doing, hey, man, you took this woman into your life to be your lawfully wedded wife, and you promised to do these things for her in spite of everything else around you. You cannot go back and renege on your promise to your wife, yet expect her to fulfill your every desire. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Word of God tells us that it's better to be a servant. Yes. It's better to serve. It's such a rewarding part of a human nature. When we do that, we feel... Uh, Fulfill yes. because we were created to serve one another. Exactly. You know, a selfish person will be a very unhappy person. Right. And in every know, area. I tend to think maybe that's why they are unhappy because they are selfish. Because, you know, then again, it might be that they feel they don't have anything to give because of a past hurt or a loss or something going on there in their lives. And, the, and then that is based on healing. You know, when we went through things early on in our marriage years ago, we had to go through the healing process. Mm -hmm. And until that healing process was satisfied, we weren't able to move forward because we constantly digressed into the, some other things, you know, from the past. And so when that healing comes, you know, it's only going to come through a humble submission to, your, to yourself and to your wife, because if I'm constantly thinking, you know, that, you know, she owes me, she owes me, she owes me. Well, you know, what about what I owe her? What about what I owe to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Well, you know what? A lot of times we don't do those things because of fear, fear of rejection or fear of not being, um, not, not taking for granted. Yes. My serving into you. But at the end of the day, you know what? We were created to serve one another. Yes. And at the end of the day, once we serve one another, you know, we can fulfill that part of our heart. And we're just going to have to trust God that he know mm -hmm. what he's doing yes. and what he's asking of exactly, us. Exactly, exactly. And, and be, before we move on to, to the next point, I want to I uh, throw out this scripture here, Mark ten forty four, you know, and it says, um, whoever wants to be first, because we were talking about being a servant, mm -hmm. whoever wants to be ser first, he would be a servant of all. I mean, Jesus came to love. He came to give. He came to serve. He didn't come to this earth saying, hey, I'm the Savior. Come bow down and serve me. No, he taught us to be examples for other people. He taught us in his way, and he trained the disciples. And now through years and years past, you know, we have been trained by our pastor and by our leaders to be disciples. And now we are doing the same thing. And you know what? 
you know, in being disciples, you know, Maria and I, we compliment each other because she's better at some things than I am. I'm better at some things than she is. But it is my duty, man, it is your duty as the leader of your house to love your wife the way Christ loved the church, to treat her with honor and respect in spite of everything. Because remember, look at all that you have done, and God still has forgiven you. And you know what? At the end of the day, we do all these things as a step of faith. You know, we just apply the Word of God and trust God that He will do the rest. Because a lot of people don't, don't want to be that servant because they are afraid and fear, like we were saying before. Right. And that leads us to point number two. You know, when I go to a store, I want to make sure it's close by. I don't want it too far where I have to go clear across town. I know where the products are. They are good quality products and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you have to do for, for me to keep you want to come back to my store and shop is be available. Be available. Yes. Be available. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes we women, we want so bad for our men to open up. But when they start opening up, we want our mouth too. <laughs> I mean, I know I <laughs> well, make see, that I mistake. Mean, man, we have a problem because we try to fix everything. You know, when, 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 when you come to me, well, it used to be, I think I still have to work on this a little bit, but when you used to come to me with issues, I had to fix it. I had the answer for everything. That's a wrong answer. that's not what you want. No. I, and you know what? The key is you will learn as we grow to become one. You will grow what it works and what it doesn't. But at the end of the day, if I want you to open up, I need to make sure that I do not attack you when you're being honest and vulnerable. Right. You know, the Word of God, and also if, if there's something that I do not like about what, what are you doing, I make sure I point it out to you, but I take it in prayer, you know, and I choose my word carefully, and I tell you the truth in love. No matter how frustrated we may be, we need to understand if we want the communication to grow, we need to make sure we're not distant each other, but how are we going to do that? By be available and be vulnerable, and also be open and not how to, when be, to shut up. Be open 24-7, yeah. And, you know, only shut down for a little while to perform your internal customer service. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you nasty. <laughs> but, but, you know. Um, no, we no, are not no, talking about. No, no, it wasn't, I wasn't talking about sex, baby. Oh, I was. Okay, my bad. Your mind is in the gutter. You know, sometimes Sorry. we have to sit back and regroup. Because we do need time for ourselves. Yes, we yes, most definitely. That's what we're talking and about. When, yeah. And then when, and when you take your time to make yourself presentable, which you really don't have to take a lot of time to do that because you are just as gorgeous today as you were from That's right, baby. I'm trying, but, trying. You know, we need to do these things, you know. And, and, and for men, you know, we need to groom ourselves as well. You know, we need to take care of ourselves yeah. and take care of our body yeah. and make sure we're presentable. That's what we life. used to do when we start dating. You yes. know, I, the silliest thing, like, oh, I, I still do it to this day. I remember back when we were dating, mm -hmm. you probably can know that, I used to always have a pack of gum or some mint because I always want my breath to be fresh. Until this day, I still make sure those things. Yes. You know, I make sure my hair is not wild. I make sure I have a fr fresh breath. I, I make sure I'm clean. You know, little stuff like that. People be like, well, if he loves you, he shouldn't, shouldn't have to do all these things. Well, if I love him, should I should be do doing all these, all things. these things. It doesn't That's take exactly much. Right. It don't take much money or all that stuff to keep myself nice and presentable, and throw away the my raggy pajamas with holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I will. 
Uh, yeah, well, he will, because <laughs> he tend to do that. Our next point is, you know what? Also, when we go to certain store, baby, we want to look for a bargain. We want to make sure this thing has a good price. Right. And with that in mind, I remember the word of God tell us, don't pay evil with evil. Right, because that is very expensive. That is a <laughs> price is to pay. Expensive. If we really want things to work out, we need to learn how to take a step back when we're very frustrated and angry and understand that this right. thing is going to have a consequences. Right. But the main thing as a Christian woman and a Christian man, just because you did me wrong, don't give me the right to act wrong as well. Right. To and wrong, you know, don't make a right. Know, like I said, you know, our righteousness doesn't give us the right to act wrong. Anytime you're in a, in a relationship, you know, someone is going to be right and someone is going to be wrong. But let me tell you something. You don't always need to point it out. Someone's always going to be right, and someone's always going to be wrong, but you don't need to point it out. Exactly. You know, um, it's very difficult sometimes to keep a, a marriage strong and healthy. But the key is don't take each other for granted. Don't take your customer for granted. Right. Don't think, that oh, she will always be here, or he will always be there, or... Because he's a Christian man, he's not supposed to be looking at another woman. But nevertheless, I don't do anything to f so he can find me attractive. You right, know, right. the word of God say tell us not to leave, uh, give a foothold to the enemy of darkness. He's busy, you know, but our light is bright and shinier and shine as they end approach. Yes. So therefore, as we a Christian to, we person, need to keep our light as a Christian marriage, we cannot allow ourselves to put it in autopilot our marriage. You know what, baby? That is a very, very good point. That's because when things are on autopilot, <laughs> you're just really not paying attention to what's going on around you. Yeah, you, know, you just start. You're just, uh, you're, you're just cruising along. And I mean, like, I'm not an a aviator or anything, but I know that when pilots <laughs> are up there, you know, they are paying attention to what's going on. But, you know, you get to that point of where it's just relaxing. It's like when you, also when you're driving your car, you yeah, put you on cruise, cruise control, control exactly. And you're just relaxing. You you take your focus off of that one thing because it's being done automatically for so long. For so exactly. Especially you know, like we said before, we've been married 31 years, and I constantly check myself. I say, okay, what are we doing wrong? Well, right. what, let me let me invest in our marriage because I noticed that lately I've been too busy. You know, mm -hmm. of doing this or that or busy with with ministry or busy right. with serving other people. Or, you know, I mean, it's like for this past year, you know, dealing with COVID and everything. And, you know, when I was working from home, you know, I thought just because I was working from home, I would have, you know, time to do everything and go everywhere and, you know, spend more time with you. But I found myself on some occasions working harder at home than I was in the office. You know, and, you know, when I'm having meetings and things and you'd want to come in and, and, and talk to me or, or fellowship with me. And I'm like, hey, babe, I'm on a meeting. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then the meeting is supposed to be, you know, an hour and, and then two hours later, I'm still <laughs> yeah. in the meeting. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, th there are things that we have to work through. We can't we can't go on autopilot. Exactly. We have to always be we have to always have our wife at the forefront of our mind. Exactly. Well, I want to make sure you come back and shop at my store and keep buying the product. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this that's where this word apply. You know, a lot of times when we go to a customer service, when I'm in front of that, that 
whoever the cashier, I want to make sure I'm the only person who matters. They have the focus. You know, the Word of God tells us that when we get married, we leave our father, our mother behind. If you, I want you to come back to my store or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I need to know that I can trust you. That when I'm asking you for your attention. Undivided attention. Undivided. Yes, I come it. first. And when I need something from you, I come before church. I come before your mother, your father. You know, that's why it will be a good quality service is all about. You know, a lot of times when you go to any store and you find that person distracted by all the things, it lets me know. Not paying attention I, to you. Yeah. Say, well, I'm not important. Uh, that I'm customer important. say, well, they can care less whether I keep buying like here keep or not. Keep coming back or not, right. So and I, I we, don't matter. Exactly. And we don't ever want it to get that way in our marriage to where, you know, our wife well, our my wife. <laughs> you better you get know, her together. She's, she's very important to me. No, my <laughs> wife. And sometimes, you know, hey, man, I'm telling you, we're here doing this because we have a desire to do so. But you know, if you think that I'm right, you know, all the time, you're absolutely right. I'm not. And a lot of things I have to work on, you know. And you know, when I have to work on giving my wife you know, all of my attention, then that's what I need to work on because she deserves it. And when I don't give it to her, that could be a problem. And it's about her perception, you know, not necessarily always about what I think or what I, how I feel. It's about how she perceives, you know, my, my, my looks, my facial expressions, my body language, you know, the tone of my voice, and mm-hmm. some, sometimes it's, it's, it could be burdensome because, you know, I may have a look on my face because I'm totally engrossed in something else. And my wife would say, hey, what's wrong? Are you mad? No, I'm not mad. Well, why do you have a look on your face? You know, and, some, and then that's what would get me agitated. Hmm. And I was like, why did you ask me? I told you I wasn't. So those are things we need to work on. Yeah, you know, we, uh, like I said, we, we haven't mastered it, everything. Oh, exactly. We are we working on these too, but we know we way farther along than what we used to be before. Yes, yes. God has brought us truly from glory to glory. Mm-hmm. And you it's know. conquering those little things like that. Those little things, if you... Is s- what's helping along. Exactly. Helping it's, it's your perspective you know, what it helps us a lot is the perspective, how we see things. Yes. If I see you not doing the things you used to do, you, we have to check ourselves. We have mm, to, and right. how do we do all this? How do I make sure I, I, I keep the, 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 the good customer service and the good product? How do we going to do all this? So yeah, we have to deny ourselves. Exactly. You know, we deny ourselves. We deny our flesh, you know, just like, just as how we are serving God. You know, we have to deny ourselves and put our wife, put our spouse first, you know. And in doing so, it could, you know, quell the roughest sea, you know. Exactly. It could, you know, bring, you know, joy, happiness, um, peace, restoration, you know. And that's what our focus is here, you know, for being, you know, the faithful customer is that good quality product is, you know, you want to make sure that I want to make sure that I'm providing the best possible customer service in this analogy that we're talking about here. But I want to make sure I'm providing the best that I can to and for my wife. You know, one of the things that we say, tell the truth in love. Yes. They're going to, we should have a box of 
healthy critics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say, I think this, I, th- I like this, I like that, but I think this, this area you need to work on. Yes. You know, and we have to tell the truth in love. We always have to be open to not critique one another, but encourage one another in the areas that we can see that it needs to grow. Right. And, we, and don't get offended. We all have an area that we need to grow. Exactly. If you feel like you're 23, and you have areas to go, believe me, you do. But so do we at the age of 50 plus. We still be like, man, and you know, it's never over, but it's okay. It means if you are growing, means you're not dying. So keep on growing in your service and your customer service to your wife and spouse and have a Wonderful wonderful life together. Hallelujah. We want to thank you all for listening today. And, you know, uh, look us up on thewildmarriage.com. We're available. The podcast is available on all of the the sources of media out there. Um, Pass it on. You know, like us on Facebook. Check out our our webpage. And I tell you, um, we're really enjoying this, and we really hope you are too. So until next time, just want to say take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.